the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. <coughs> hey, honey, are you warm enough? Mom, I can't sleep. It's too hot. Have you experienced this? These are all symptoms of an uncomfortable home. Hot second-story bedrooms, allergens, and temperature swings are all symptoms of a poor heating and cooling system and possible side effects of bad indoor air quality. In central Ohio, dust mites, pollen, mold, and humidity can ruin a summer. If you're suffering, help is available. Fire and Ice Heating and Air Conditioning is central Ohio's most trusted heating and cooling company. We can find solutions for any of your problems that will fit within your budget. Do you want to feel more comfortable and confident in your home? Let us be your guide. Give us a call or visit our website at IndoorTemp.com radio and take the first step to a better home. Don't think twice. Call Fire and Ice today. Well, there's no shortage of headlines today, that's for sure, that uh, underscore um, a lot of what you already knew about our presidential administration. We'll have something on presidential polling. Uh, Good news for those of you who are big Donald Trump fans. Very good news for those of you who are Donald Trump fans. And as I said, what was it? I don't know, six months ago, eight months ago, when the Inflation Reduction Act passed, uh, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin was being hoodwinked. And now he understands how badly he has been hoodwinked. All those details yet to come on a Thursday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show. But we start with very sad news. Unfortunately, we have far too much of that these days. Overnight, nine American servicemen lost their lives in a helicopter crash. Uh, Two helicopters that crashed into each other in a training exercise uh, not far from us, near Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Two Blackhawk helicopters, they were training after hours, night vision. And for some reason, they collided. Uh, Five crew members on one helicopter, four on another, uh, all lost their lives. Uh, This underscores the uh, danger and the sacrifice of those who elect to uh, serve our country uh, at a time of an all-volunteer force, uh, which is dwindling because fewer and fewer Americans are seeing fit to put their own agendas on hold to serve our country and I believe few of them, fewer of them are willing to serve our country because why would you serve a country that is inherently racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, Islamophobic, and every other kind of phobic? Why would you set aside your own personal agenda for the betterment of a nation that is as evil as we are told by the people in power who are your commanders? Why would we serve them? Or why would we serve a military that is increasingly trafficking in all the woke nonsense that we see pervading in our schools and everywhere else? 
So I feel deep, deep sympathy for the families of the nine who lost their lives last night because uh, they still see uh, the goodness in a country that has always come to the aid of uh, other countries without ever uh, nation building, without ever uh, annexing the land that we conquer. We give it back to the people that um, we swoop in to defend. Uh, Anyone who serves our country in the military or as a first responder or in any way similar to that is uh, the essence of a bygone era in America, of a generation that viewed life with uh, an attitude of gratitude and service rather than the attitude that dominates today, which is of an an attitude of envy and comparison and grievance and victimhood. Uh, Switching to Columbus, uh, this is great news within bad news. Uh, Tuesday night, an 11-year-old boy was playing in a park Uh, in East Columbus, just off East 12th Avenue, uh, near the 800 block of Alton Avenue. It was the afternoon, 4.30 to 6 p.m. He was playing at Crumb Park, and someone drove by and fired multiple gunshots at a group of people near the boy. He was not in the group. Uh, He was grazed by the gunfire and suffered a minor injury that he did not tell his parents about until yesterday. Uh, They, of course, called police, and police were uh, brought in. Uh, No information, of course, on a possible suspect or who was responsible for this. Uh, We have had numerous incidents of things like this costing young people, like this young man, their life. Uh, I continue to mention uh, names like Olivia Kurtz and Mackenzie Ridley, because we still do not have their murders solved. Olivia Kurtz, who died at Bicentennial Park uh, late on a Friday or a Saturday night in the arms of her twin sister, or her, her sister, may not have been her twin, but in, in the arms of her sister, uh, while she was attending a dance party. She was killed in the drive-by shooting. She was not the intended victim, but they just wanted to fire into a crowd. Similarly, Mackenzie Ridley, we don't think, was the intended victim of a drive-by shooter at a park on the east side. Beautiful young woman with uh, tons of ambition and ability and plans for life, um, her life stolen from her. She was senselessly murdered, as far too many teenagers and young people in their 20s are, in Columbus, which has become far less safe uh, under the stewardship or lack of same, first from Michael Coleman and now Andrew Ginther. The city used to be a great city when it was run by Republicans. It is decidedly less of a great city now that it absolutely is dominated with the stench of democratic rule with an all-democratic city council, democratic mayors, and Republican judges in name only who are so uncommitted to what it means to be a Republican that they, many of them, switch their political affiliation simply and solely so they can continue to be elected because it is a death sentence as a political candidate in the city of Columbus to have an R next to your name. Congratulations to uh, Ohio's Attorney General Dave Yost and his Organized Crime Investigations Unit. Uh, They yesterday seized about 150 pounds of cocaine. Lots of cash, three guys arrested, 
great work. Great work. Now, uh, if you um, are not tired of uh, government overreach into your life, there's more coming. And a lot of people are for this. I just am now of a mindset that anything that gives the government more power, I'm against. (laughs) I'm just against it. I'm against the TikTok ban. I've flipped on that because I've now looked into the piece of legislation that would ban TikTok. And it would essentially give the Commerce Secretary, do you even know who that is? Did you vote for the Commerce Secretary? Oh, that's right. You don't vote for the Commerce Secretary. The Commerce Secretary is a cabinet position. It is appointed by the president. And the Commerce Secretary could uh, pretty much do anything they want to do in labeling your communication in whatever form you communicate as dangerous to the country if they were so inclined to do it. That is all part and parcel of what is probably intended to be a smart piece of legislation to get rid of TikTok, which is a Chinese-owned or allied uh, app on 150 million American devices. But no, I'm not going to give willingly the government control of all my communication. So that's why I'm against the TikTok ban, as it is currently written. Similarly, I know the intention of the rule that's going into effect Next week in Ohio, the distracted driving law. We're all against distracted driving. Um, I have a friend who lost a daughter to distracted driving. It is exceedingly preventable. Crashes from distracted driving. But it is just more government oversight into things that should be managed by people making smart decisions. I don't like empowering the government to make smart decisions for me or what it thinks are smart decisions for me. So I, if given the power, and I certainly don't have it, to thumbs up or thumbs down on the distracted driving law, I'd vote thumbs down. But starting on April the 4th, if you have your phone in your hand while you're driving... The State Patrol can pull you over. They can cite you, and eventually they can fine you up to $500. Uh, There are 62,000 distracted driving crashes in the state of Ohio since 2018. 1,800 of those were fatal or included serious injuries. So, of course, there's motivation for the law. You're not supposed to text. You're not supposed to scroll. You're not supposed to read. You're not supposed to be fiddling with your phone while you're driving. Do I do it? Yes, occasionally. Do I endeavor to do it safely? You bet I do. Does that mean I'll never have something happen? No, it doesn't. But again, that's my fault if that happens. It's my fault. And they give you all the numbers on this. If you send a text, it takes four seconds to send a text. If you're traveling 55 miles an hour and in four seconds, you can cover the distance of a football field. Are you staring at your phone the entire time or are you looking up occasionally to make sure that there's nobody there? Again, I'm not endorsing this activity. I'm just saying that like... The Patriot Act, like COVID lockdowns, like the TikTok ban, like the distracted driving rule, we go down a dangerous road when we give authority to government to 
encourage or punish or cajole us into behaving like sensible human beings. You know you shouldn't just text and drive. Is it possible to text and drive once in a great while in a matter of urgency and do it safely if there are no other vehicles around you? Yes, it is. Should you be trusted to have that smart viewpoint? Yes, you should. I just feel like I need to apologize to my listeners. I, I just think I've been off on on like doing this show. I just think I've been off for like a week. The Nashville shooting just bothered me so much. And um, the whole attitude of our country and the whole hopelessness of our politics fixing our country is what absolutely drives me crazy. Um, I talk about politics and who might get elected the next time and we got to get rid of this administration and blah, blah. Honestly, do I think anything will change? No. I, I don't think anything will change. Because one of the hot-button items that I have going on right now with me is this stupid, disingenuous, that's kind, this stupid, lying positioning of the argument about the Nashville shooting that gun control, gun control, gun control. And if you don't want to take away assault weapons or AR-15s or Kevlar vests and deer, you know where Biden goes with all this nonsense, then you don't care about kids. You just don't care about kids. As I said yesterday, as I will say a thousand times more because it's true, Democrats do not care about gun control because Democrats do not have the votes to pass gun control when Democrats have the votes to pass other things, like Obamacare, like built last under Obama, that without a single Democrat, a single Republican vote. Under Biden, what have they passed without a single Republican vote? Well, they passed uh, the American Rescue Plan, which plunged us into 40-year inflation, which was made worse by $1.9 trillion more dollars spent on the Inflation Reduction Act, which also got zero Republican votes. Now, if both those things can become laws, American Rescue Plan and the Inflation Reduction Act. Why do we not have assault weapons taken away? Because Democrats did not have the votes to pass it. Did they prattle on and scream and shout like Jamal Bowman was yesterday in the halls of Congress? Jamal Bowman, this fool, this utter fool from New York, goes into the middle of the marbled hallways of Congress yesterday and starts screaming and shrieking about Republicans not caring about gun control and about kids. They don't care about kids. They want to murder more kids. And poor Thomas Massey, a Republican from Kentucky, wanders by. This is just a flavor of the discourse. A shrill, shrieking, lying Democrat and a reasoned Republican trying to talk sense with him, which is a fool's errand. They're f***ing cowards. They're gutless. We're not here. I'm talking about gun violence. You know, there's never been a school in a school that allows teachers to carry. Carry guns? More guns lead to more death. More guns lead to more death. Look at the data. You're not looking at any data. 
I got to stop it because Jamal Bowman's just an idiot. I don't even know if you can hear what he's saying, but he's screaming and yelling, and then Massey walks by, and Massey's like, "What are you yelling about? About guns?" And Massey's like, "Do you know that there's never been a school shooting in a school where?" They had a resource officer, a police officer. Do you know there's never been one? And I think, no, I think he said where teachers could carry is what he said, where teachers could carry because Parkland had a feckless school resource officer. But where teachers could carry. And Bowman's like, carry guns? Yes, yes, carry guns, yes. If you don't know who has guns, it's surprising what a deterrent that is to going into a schoolroom and opening up a classroom and thinking, oh, wait, wait a minute, I wasn't expecting you to have a gun. And Bowman just screams and yells. And then Massey says, would you co-sponsor a bill? So this is all they want to do. This is They claim Republicans don't care about kids. All they care about is political posturing, posing, preening as an avenue to power. That is all they care about. This is all they care about. They do not care about this at all on its root level. Alan Rogers, producer, you had to deal with that shrill Jamal Bowman shrieking and screaming in huh? your ear. Sorry, right. my, sorry, my friend. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of deaf here now. So Yeah, I know. Everyone is. He's the epitome of, rather than talk, I'm just going to shout you down. Yeah. Because I have no real argument yeah. to give you and no real discussion and no real back and forth. I'm just going to yell. Yeah, uh, uh, Democrats always want to have a conversation. We need a conversation. We need a national conversation. Except when you come armed with facts, like Thomas Massey did. And then, it's rich that Jamal Bowman would say that Thomas Massey doesn't want to uh, look at the data. Thomas Massey, do you know what Thomas Massey's profession was before he was a congressman? He was an electrical engineer. Thomas Massey has a master's degree from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if it's a horse race between Jamal Bowman and Thomas Massey on who's looked at more data, Massey wins it, and it's not a photo finish, okay? So they had a vigil last night in Nashville uh, for the uh, six victims. That's another thing that drives me crazy. I heard some national news organizations today, the seven victims of the Nashville shooting. No, there are not seven victims of the Nashville shooting. There are six victims of the Nashville shooting. The shooter is not a victim, okay? The shooter is a murderer. The shooter is the one who should have died. The shooter is anything but a victim. A victim of lunatic ideology on the left, I'll listen to that, but it's not a victim of the shooting. The shooter, she, got what she had coming to her. So the Nashville mayor was there last night, uh, city council people. I've told Dr. Jill Biden was there. Why? I can't imagine. Cosmetic reasons, I'm sure. Uh, Nashville Mayor John Cooper Uh, No, excuse me, the police chief, Chief Drake, John Drake, said, Many of us had hoped and prayed that these evil acts that we saw would never happen in Nashville. We're grateful to the team of officers who rushed into the school building without hesitation to locate and stop the threat before any other innocent victims were harmed. Our police officers have cried and are crying with Nashville and the world. I have cried and continue to cry, and I have prayed for Nashville as well.
Yeah, I um, I broke down yesterday morning when I heard uh, the simple statement from the father of the one of the nine year old uh, girls killed. Um, it's it's hard. This one hit me more than the others. Um, I think I know why. It, they should all hit me with as much gravity. Um, and we'll tell you more about the police officers who were the true heroes next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 